to another episode. Today I am joined by fellow artist who runs her own small business on Instagram that goes by the name of Rue Creations. Thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Let me start by asking you, what does your business offer? So um, I basically specialise in personalised stationery for all occasions and recently I came out with like occasion board and boxes that people can keep for keepsakes. So I basically sell that sentimental touch to your special day. That's really cool and you're doing really well so it's definitely an inspiration. What do you think motivated you to start the business? Um, I'd say my friends and family, like the, the pushing step, I've always wanted to do something in the creative field. I've always wanted to do something with my calligraphy, but I never really knew what until my um, best friend came up to me and said her sister's getting married and she wanted me to do an occasion board. And so then that's basically where it all kick-started and I was like, okay, um, let's get into it. We might as well chuck myself in. I'd just finished my A-levels. I thought, why not? What could go wrong? That's really cool. Um, would you say that you succeeded the first try or did it take you a few times to get it right? Um, so not a lot of people know this, but I actually started, well, I, I started a different business, but I did start a business in 2017, just after I did my GCSEs. Which is amazing at 16. Yeah, but it wasn't a good business. It was literally me just making like frames for friends and family. I think I had like two customers until I started A-levels and I just forgot about it. Um, <laughs> And it was one of them that it was like, okay, you failed before, this time you have to get it right. What would you say was the secret behind your persistence and not giving up? This could sound really bad, but knowing that I'd bought all the stock and I couldn't, there's no going back. Once you bought the stock, you're in it, you have to use it. Um, What would you say was the obstacle you faced during your business? I want to say myself. Just because, like, I often found that... um, working a part-time going to uni full-time I was always faced with that thing that um, I'm not gonna have enough time to commit to recreations and then feeling like I'm not good enough so say one box hasn't gone to plan it's always in that head in my head I have to like battle the obstacle like you're not good enough so finding your own inner self made it like I think would be my biggest obstacle I'd say in comparison to even like stock or stuff being sold out it was just myself I mean, that's nice to hear, like, that's humbling to hear, because, like, usually, like, it's maybe financial fruits, whatever, but, like, the truth is, like, we are all, like... Striving to be better, yeah. and I'm a perfectionist. My yes. mum will shout at me, because I'll tell her, can you see what's wrong with this box, and she no. will not know. <laughs> and it's just in my head, I can see it. Surprisingly, you've managed to flourish your business during COVID times, where multiple people struggled. What made you keep on going? It was that thing that I have nothing else to do. Like, there was no excuse for me not to go straight dive in. Um, Like, there was no uni, I had no work commitment. I mean, being furloughed led to me thinking, what am I going to do with my time? I didn't want to stay at home and just constantly, like, feel, like, depressed and stuff. So then for me, it was throwing myself into recreations meant that it gave me a excuse, was it, a distraction, I'd say. And I was doing what I love. That's cool. Where and how did you learn everything you needed in order to try and run this business? Um, so it was initially that me just being interested in it myself and trying to like do my own research and then I did do a course in oh, wow. um, handwriting just so like obviously I, I wanted to provide that professional sort of quality work um, and then since then it's just been me trying to learn myself doing my own research. Um, I learned how I taught myself how to emboss and it's just been up since there. Your calligraphy is amazing, like it looks like a computer did it, that's how good it is. Thank you, and seeing it close up, 
I probably wouldn't say the same. <laughs> in regards to costs and supplies, how are you able to work out everything and make sure you are able to make a profit? Um, so I think a lot of small businesses can relate with me on this one. You're too scared to charge labor um, because you feel like people won't buy your products. So especially with a startup, you have to try. It's really hard to get yourself out there um, in the sense that you don't want to put your prices too high because then people say it's not worth it. Yeah. But then as well, like, you know, like buying supplies at the moment isn't cheap either. And you have to cover, like for myself, it's for like the actual box or the board I'm doing. It's for the pen supplies, for the powder I use, my heat tools, my electric. It all has to be covered. So at the end of the day, in terms of profit, I'm not making as much as like a big corporation would make. But I'm still making people happy, making people smile. And because it's a side hustle, it's something that I don't mind doing. But obviously, if I was to do it as a full-time job, my prices would have to go up to accommodate for obviously supporting myself. See, I had no idea there were all those tools involved. I thought maybe like a pen, a box, bam. Yeah. But like you just <laughs> named like tools that I've never even heard of. So that's cool. Um, in regards to like being a uni student and having a part-time job, how would you say you, um, how would you advise people to time manage? Um, so... In terms of like working and stuff, if you're like me and you don't have set shifts every week, like you, you do it week by week, I do find it quite difficult. But what I used to do, which sounds really bad, is I used to work during the night. So I'd stay up, I'd, I'd do uni in the daytime, I'd go to work in like 4 till 8 p.m. and then I'd come home, eat, and then it was just straight into working. So I, basically no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> sleep at 18. I'd say just go for it. There's only one chance in life. Um, you may as well just do everything you want to do. And at least you can't say that you haven't tried. At least you, ha- you can't say that you've not given yourself the opportunity to do that. So I'd say just start it off and then there's no going back. After this podcast, you better start. <laughs> um, do you have any plans for the future of your business? Um, Yes, I want to say that I, I would love to see like my business grow into thousands, um, followers-wise, etc. I've just started a shop on Etsy, um, slowly getting into that so I can expand and be more. I just had my first delivery to Manchester today, which Ooh, I thought was like wild. Uh, thank you. Um, I'd love to be more of a like a nationwide business rather than focusing solely in Leicester and like the surrounding places. Um, yeah, and I'd love to make it a full-time thing, but I feel like it's a very saturated market, so I will have to work very hard to get there. Yeah, for sure. I think managing a business is hard. It's not easy, and it will require a lot of sacrifice on your part, in the sense, even though you're doing what you love, you do have to make changes to your lifestyle. Like, for me, um, before I started it, it was just uni, work, social life. You, some bits will have to take a hit just because you're you're trying to do this to get somewhere you're trying to make a name for yourself but all i'm going to say is don't give up because it, you will see like the payoff from your hard work and you will get somewhere like when i i remember growing my followers during lockdown i found it crazy i was so filled with like fulfillment because people were liking what i was doing and i just i love that what would the advice be when you're first starting out like if you have zero followers how do you get to that first follower like obviously like your friends and family are like your first followers but i mean like the first like stranger follower if you get what i mean um i'd say a first stranger follower would that will come from the people who currently follow you from sharing your stuff and you know you can count on your friends and family to always share your stuff um 
taking out products that you know people will like using hashtags and don't lose faith if you don't get the amount of followers you want immediately because obviously like I've seen businesses win their first year they get their first order in six months in it's it's a whole process what I started doing is doing like satisfying time lapses for like quotes and stuff so it wasn't even necessarily my product but because that's I knew that's what people on Instagram liked that's where I got my followers from so if you find something that you know people will find satisfying target that would you say Etsy or Instagram has been better for boosting your business I'd say Instagram just because Etsy there are so many creatives on there um, to build a secure platform on Etsy you need to have a good social platform so you have to be able to promote it in a way that people want to go look at your Etsy where it be Instagram TikTok I mean I don't think I really see a lot of people promoting on Twitter nowadays but I think Instagram and TikTok I think there is a lot of behind the scenes in terms of the technical technicalities and stuff but I mean like you could post on TikTok and even if you don't go viral for like two months you could go one viral like one viral video and that would sort you out for life literally so I would recommend like going all in on those social platforms even if it's just satisfying videos rather than actually showing your product it can be a great way for you to get from um get promotion get followers and to get your name out there and that's the first step to actually getting to where you want to be because like don't give up man everything will come full circle you will get all your um the reparations for all the hard work you put in so lastly is there anything else you want to mention before we finish up um I don't know like I see there's so many creatives who feel very unmotivated and they feel like oh we're not gonna get anywhere but having that sort of attitude will inevitably lead you to failure and feeling like a failure um so it's all about even having that positive mindset in that sense that I'm putting the work in I will get where I want to be so it's having that in your head makes you like it, it takes you to that level of okay I will get there I'm gonna get there and it helps I guess yeah, and even if you fail, you know where you went wrong. Like you said, yeah. you had, like started once and you failed. So I guess that was a yeah. experience. You just got to stay consistent and stay persistent. Oh God, that sounds Ooh. so bad. <laughs> no, it's a good, it's a good one. Um, okay, um, thank you for listening.